You're listening to Happy on the Other Side podcast, a daily 10-minute reflection for connecting with loved ones on the other side to create space for healing on this side. My name is Shaul Adams, and my son Levi transitioned to spirit in June of 2012. Over the years, Levi has sent many messages, but the best message I ever received is that he is truly happy on the other side. Join us to discover ways to connect with your loved ones to create space for healing as we walk this journey together. Spirits with bodies and without. Something that has become very clear to me by the sheer volume of communication my son Levi sends is that our loved ones can and will send us signs and messages. So I was going to keep asking for signs and messages until I knew without a doubt, that Levi was sending them to me. Now I know. With every cell in my being, I know that Levi still exists. He lives in spirit, and we can communicate even though we exist as different energies. The very first thing I want to say about receiving messages, and I really hope you hear this, document everything. It's something I started doing early on, and it helped me identify the patterns and also to validate that his messages were coming through. I know that there are some messages that are probably lost forever because I didn't document them at the time. You know, sometimes in our grief, we just don't have the energy in the moment, or we're not recognizing it, or we're just kind of closed off and shut down. But I really encourage you, do whatever you can to document anything that could be a sign, especially when you have asked for one or when you've been in a state of grief where your sweet spirit on the other side knows you need a sign from them. I say this all the time, but keep a record of everything. And if you listen to my podcast much, you're going to hear me talk about this a lot. It's really that important. If you will do this, you will start to see when your loved one is sending you signs. You and your loved one will establish certain signs that they're going to use over and over to let you know that they are communicating. For Levi and I, it became hard set first. And then he started sending me his name in crazy ways. But the most validating way has been when I've asked him for a sign or message, or I'm in a certain state where I really need connection, one of his friends will send me the message. And it's not always the same friend, and it doesn't matter how many years have passed. Establishing a special sign won't be the only way you communicate, but it is a great way to receive regular communication that will help you feel the deeper connection of your spirit to theirs. You know, and this could be something that they were interested in when they were here or something that's special that the two of you shared or something that just reminds you of them. It literally can be anything. Welcome to Happy on the Other Side podcast. My name is Shaul Adams, and today is part one of unlocking the signs and messages your loved ones are sending you. 
What will determine whether something you have received is one of the signs you have established is how often it shows up and when it shows up and what you were feeling before it showed up. So when I'm talking about documenting, I'm not just saying write down every feather that you see or write down every heart or take a picture of every shell, you know, whatever it is that you've decided is your message. I'm not just talking about documenting the actual visuals that you see. I'm also talking about, so if something starts showing up frequently for you, even if it doesn't seem like a message, document it. Start writing it down, take pictures of it, and notice. Again, notice what you were feeling before you received it. It sounds simple, but I can tell you that it's much more difficult than it sounds. Just try to be very conscious of things that show up on a regular basis and keep track of them. Being aware of what you were feeling before the message came. It could be the special sign that you're asking them to send, but it may be something that they choose and they send it regularly. Early after Levi transitioned, he began sending us hearts in clever ways. And you might think, well, hearts are everywhere. And that's true. But by documenting the hearts, either writing about them or taking pictures, I began to see patterns emerge that go way beyond coincidence. Go way beyond, oh, there's a heart, must be Levi. I'm going to project that it is. One of the things that's been very important for me is not to project messages onto every heart I see. And this is why I document them. Because something will happen that will come secondarily as a validation of the message that I got. The first heart came right after I posted a picture of a clay heart that Levi had made for me in elementary school. I was driving home one day and just full of grief, like the tears are never going to stop kind of grief. The sky was completely blue, but then I saw one cloud and it was shaped exactly like a heart. I was trying to watch it and the windy road I was on and wondering if I could get a picture, but the clouds were changing too fast. So I just tried to watch it as long as I could. I didn't take it as a message right then as I was looking at it, but it did make me feel some things. And of course, I thought about Levi. Later that day, I received a text from Levi's niece with a picture she had drawn of a woman's face. And she was always making these glamour drawings of women's faces. But this day, she put smaller drawings in each corner, and one was clouds within a heart. And that's when the heart started coming. You know, a couple more examples of how documenting helped me validate that Levi was sending the messages. I took my car to the car wash and you drive through the wash cycle, then you drive through the dry cycle. And when you come out the other side, there's the bank of vacuum cleaners. And so I came out and they was pretty empty. But I paused and was trying to figure out which one I wanted to go to. When I opened my car door and stepped out, there was a puddle in the exact shape of a heart. Now again, I didn't just automatically project, oh, this is a message from Levi. 
but I did take a picture of it, and of course it reminded me of Levi. A couple days later, one of his friends sent me a picture. She said, I'm up in Idaho, and this is the only water in this whole parking lot. It was a heart-shaped puddle. Now, I hadn't posted mine or said anything about it. So this is the way that Levi would start to double up on these messages so that I would know it really was real. And when you document it, when you have the picture of the heart that you saw, and then you have the one that comes as a secondary validation, it's very powerful. And I've had a ton of them over the years. But I'm going to share one that happened just recently. My husband and I moved to Australia, and I've met a new friend here, and she's another spirit mom. Well, I was home doing my dishes, and after I'd kind of cleaned the kitchen, I realized that in the little strainer that keeps things from going down the drain, there was a little black heart on, from the pan. And I didn't think of it as a message, but a heart, you know, of course, is always going to remind me of Levi. And so I thought about him. And it was either later that day or the next day I had gone to the store and I decided to call my friend on the way up and I was walking. And she's, she's a swimmer here in the bay. And she said, when I came out of the water this morning, I thought of you because I found this little black heart stone. So I definitely should have taken a picture of the burnt-off little black heart in the sink. So this is why I encourage you to document everything. You know, having the picture of the heart puddle and then having Levi's friends send me a heart puddle was just so much more validating. I can share this story with you, and I can back it up. Documentation builds my belief, and it builds the belief of people around me. Even my husband, the scientist, has zero doubt that my son Levi is communicating with me because there's just been so much. Having it all documented by pictures and writing about it when it happens is very powerful. Another thing that happens when you document this much is that it builds your relationship with your loved one on the other side. And that will bring you even more signs and messages. When they see that you are hearing them, that you're receiving the messages they send, it makes it easier to connect with you. If they're trying to reach you, but you're missing the signs and messages that they send over and over, they're just going to go back to their spirit world business, right? So work on establishing what your special sign or signs will be and document everything that comes through so that you can see the patterns of communication. You cannot skip this step. It is the key to unlocking the signs and messages your loved ones are sending you. Love the podcast? You can support the show with just a couple of clicks at buymeacoffee.com forward slash happy podcast. And mama does love her coffee. I want to thank you for listening in to Happy on the Other Side podcast and hope that you've been inspired to truly connect with your loved ones who've transitioned before you. I'm your host, Shaul Adams, and every day I release a new episode about connecting with loved ones on the other side to create space for healing on this side. Music